Welcome to this week's episode of the Giants Huddle Podcast. This week's guest, rookie offensive tackle Andrew Thomas. But first, I want to remind you, you can find the Giants Huddle Podcast on the Giants mobile app on Giants.com slash podcast. And of course, your favorite podcast platforms. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star positive review. Wherever you get your podcast, subscribe and add us to your favorites. And every new episode will get delivered to you whenever we have it completed. But now let's get to our interview, Madeline Burke with Andrew Thomas. I'm Madeline Burke, joined today by Giants rookie tackle number four overall pick in the 2020 draft, Andrew Thomas. Andrew, thank you so much for joining me today. No problem. I'm glad to be here. Have you been uh, spending a lot of time at home with with your family, especially during this kind of COVID era? Well, so I've currently been in Athens with my um, my roommates, and I've been here. And my, my family, they're back in Latonia, but I go home every now and then just to check on them. Nice. How has this been? I mean, obviously, it's such a unique off-season experience or, or rookie off-season experience for you going from the draft to virtual meetings and such what what's this process been like for you uh, it's, it's a huge adjustment um nobody will be prepared for it but i've just been trying to you know play the cards that i've been dealt i've been having our meetings online uh, i've been fortunate enough to be able to work out um because i'm in georgia so some of the gyms are open so i've been able you know to stay in shape and things like that so just trying to make the best of you know my time that i have Obviously, Dave Gettleman puts a strong emphasis on a strong offensive line. I mean, coming to an organization with that emphasis, you know how important an O-line is, you know, playing at Georgia and, and the success that you guys have had there. What is this like kind of joining an organization with that as a priority? First of all, it's an honor, you know, to be able to play for the New York Football Giants. Um, a great organization, a lot of good history. And um, I'm offensive lineman, obviously. So, you know, I take pride in, you know, being able to run the ball, being a protected quarterback, and obviously – um, that's something that they take, you know, a lot of interest into, and I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you've had a lot of versatility, too. You started your college career at right tackle. You play left tackle. I mean, obviously, it's a similar position, but mirrored. Is it, is it more than that when you're changing between the right and the left side? How would you describe the mentality behind that? So, for me, um, it's kind of like a, a switch in my head that kind of goes off because, you know, the plays and everything – are the same, the technique is the same, but everything is flipped to the other side. So you might be using your right leg for something, it'll be the different, you know, on the left side. So I'm just getting used to that. But once, you know, I get a, a few repetitions at it, um, it's just natural. How do you stay in shape and how do you practice that? I mean, obviously, you know, a quarterback can practice throwing, a, a receiver can, you know, practice on the jugs machine. But do you have a friend that's like Miles Garrett that you can, you know, practice edge rushing with, covering the edge rush with? No, I don't, but I do um, offensive line work um, at the place that I train at. And basically, I just go through different drills and just switch my stance. So one time I'm on the right side, one time I'm on the left, and just get used to going back and forth, um, builds that muscle memory. What are some of the drills you go through? Uh, so we do different um, set drills. So I, I have like a flat angle set, a B angle set, and a more vertical angle set, um, working all different types of run blocks, um, a reach block, um, cutoffs, base block, drive blocks, down blocks. You know, everything that, you know, I'll go through in the game and just working on the specific technique that coach has given us and just trying to, you know, develop that. Now, talk about the coaches. Mark Colombo, have you met him yet in person? He's a very large human. Yeah, I met him in person um, at the combine, actually, for my uh, formal interview. Yeah, he's, he's pretty big. What's your relationship been like with him so far? Uh, pretty good. Um, we've been having our, our meetings, and um, he's a teacher. Um, he wants us to know everything that's going on, we know. We're learning the formations, everything that's going on so we can understand the game, you know, to another level. And I, I like that. It's kind of similar to, you know, what I had at Georgia. Um, Coach Pittman, he wanted us to know everything that's going on. And I feel like as an offensive lineman, understand the big picture 
allows us to play faster. But I mean, he's a great coach, and you know, I'm excited to actually you know be on the field with him. As a rookie, you're coming in kind of learning this Giants offense scheme, but also with a new coaching staff, the Giants, your teammates are also kind of on the same page with you. What's this, first of all, give me a look inside this O-line room. What is this dynamic like? How is this group coming together? Okay, so when we start off meetings most times, it's just the rookies in there. So it's just the rookies that are in there. Um, we have our meetings and then the vets come in um, and we kind of review the same type of things, but, you know, they, they've already caught on a little bit to, you know, the plays and stuff like that, but they point out different things. And the way the meetings go, coach will just ask us to, um, you know, he'll ask us different questions. We have to point out the formations, uh, the mic points, things like that, just to see if we know it. And then the vets will, you know, add on things like that we might not understand and stuff like that. And then just a dynamic, uh, we're just, we're working on trying to build, you know, different relationships for the rookies. A big thing for us is knowing everybody on the team, like knowing the staff, like, they test us all the time because they want us to know, you know, the NFL is a people league and we got to know, you know our teammates, know the people that we will see in the building every day. So trying to do that. Um, I've also been building a relationship with Nate Soder, actually reached out to me. Um, obviously, he's a man of faith. So that's something that's big for me, just in inviting me to be part of Bible study, something that I, you know, want to want to do and stuff like that. Just, you know, trying to get to know, know the guys. As you get to know your teammates, there's a lot of guys on this team and, and a lot of coaches and all that. Are you somebody who's good with names? Are you better with faces? Has it been challenging to remember how many people there are in this organization? There's so many people, but it just takes repetition. Um, they'll have some – how they set it up is a lot of times the person that's speaking to us that day during the um, rookie development program, that will be the person that we had to, you know, say or the person we had to call out. So it's kind of like putting a face with a name, obviously in the building – It'll be a lot easier, but, you know, it can be a little challenging, you know, through Zoom. Yeah, absolutely. What's the biggest difference when you're kind of approaching this NFL playbook from approaching your collegiate playbook at Georgia? Um, it's just the details. Um, in college, like, there's, you know, a few things that you can get away with. Like, you understand where the play is going, um, and you, you have a general technique that you use for that play. But um, in, in the pros, like, your technique changes based on linebackers, rotation, alignment um what the motions are so it's a lot, a lot a lot that i talked about with the big picture like understanding what's going on with the formations things like that um, make a big difference in your, your place you mentioned that you are staying in athens with some of your roommates are your roommates guys that played with you or also have made that transition to the league so all my roommates um they play for georgia they're, they're still here um they have like two more years left but yeah have you been giving them pro tips on like, all right, this is what you got to look forward to when you, if you make it to the pros? Yeah, they, they, they laugh at me every day. They see me on Zoom calls all day, um, you know, going through those, those long meetings. Um, but they're all excited, you know, to get to where I am. I'm just trying to show them how to get there. Who are some of the guys you're, you're holed up with out there? Okay, so I got Jamari Sawyer, um, Aziz, Ojulari, and Trey Blunt. Uh, me and Jamari, me, Jamari, and Trey, actually, we all went to high school together. So it's pretty at cool. At Pace? Yeah, Pace, yeah. Wow. Pace seems like such a hot spot for NFL talent, really. What is it about Pace that really kind of brings up that level of competition? Uh, it's, it's the coaching staff, um, Coach Slade and um, Coach Johnson. Um, they do a good job of developing, you know, de developing the players. Like for me, I remember coming as a freshman, like nobody really knew about me. I didn't even understand, you know, like how college offers and all that work. But, you know, I, work, I put the work in, um, you know, Sloman got drafted and, um he was, a, he was a soccer player before he, you know, came and played football. So I, I give all the credit to the coaches. They did a good job developing us there. That's interesting. You know, Dalvin Tomlinson also was a soccer player before he played football. Surprising. On the other side of the trenches from you right there. 
Um, obviously you've got like a huge coaching staff now with the Giants, but when you look back from, you know, young age to college to whatever, was there one coach that really stands out and makes the biggest impact on who you are as a player or a person today? We'll say, I would say two coaches. Um, at Pace, uh, Coach Kevin Johnson was my offensive line coach. He's like my mentor now, but um, he basically, you know, handcrafted me, you know, helped me, you know, develop into the player that I was, a technique that I understood that helped me transition to college. I got from him. And then second, I would say Coach Pittman. Um, he took my game to the next level. Um, obviously, I started as a freshman, but I progressed so much, you know, started from a freshman till you know, last season. So um, those two guys, definitely. What's been the most impactful piece of advice or piece of coaching you've gotten so far at this NFL level from the Giants coaching staff? Uh, just to be a pro. Um, it's, it's, a diff it's different from college. There's nobody, you know, checking on to make sure you're going to class or anything like that. It's, you're a man. Uh, this is your job. Treat it like that. And that's, that's what I've been trying to do. Are you somebody who learns more by doing or by taking notes or by watching like film or something like that? Like, how do you take in things, take in new information? Yeah, so it's a little bit of both. I love film. I love to watch film um, to see the perspective. But I also like, you know, doing walkthroughs and actually, you know, being able to go over it to build more similar. So it's a mix of both. Have you gone back and, like, watched old Giants games? Or what kind of film have you been watching in this offseason, if any? Yeah, we watched old Giants. And, you know, our new office, you know, coordinator was from the, the Cowboys. So, you know, we watch a lot of um, Dallas film. Just, you know, those guys are pretty good at office line. So we just, you know, try to mimic those things. What's the key to having a strong offensive line other than just having talent across the, across the board? I think it's mentality. Um, we all have to have the same mentality, the same goals. We have to be on the same page. And then second, I would say um, technique. Um, offensive line is so much technique. If you don't step the right way, your step is too long, the whole play can be messed up. So um, I would definitely say, you know, mentality and technique. Now, as Giants fans are getting to know you, uh, I got to ask, is there a nickname that you have that you would like to make happen? What, what's your nickname? What do your closest friends call you? Everybody calls me Drew. Obviously, okay. my name is Drew, but everybody calls me Drew. Um, a lot of my friends call me Big Drew because, you know, I was a lot bigger than them. But, yeah, Big Drew and Drew, that's cool with me. All right. Do you have any, like, childhood nicknames that you're like, mm, that one I grew out of? Um, not really. I guess, like, one of the things that, it's my Instagram name. They call me No Love Drew. That's something else that they may call me. But other than Where'd that, that come from? Uh, it, it came from um, middle school. One of my um, one of my friends that came up with the thing, and we kind of started doing it. Like um, one of my friends that was talking about Jamari. His Instagram name is also is No Love Goo. Like that's his nickname or whatever. So we just got a little thing going. Now, when you look at the game of football, a lot of people have a lot of people ask this question: What is your why? Why mm -hmm. do you play the game? What's your why? So it's three things. Uh, first, faith. Um, my faith in God, you know, for giving me these talents, you know, doing my best, you know, to give thanks to him with it. Second, my family. Uh, they've been there every step of the way. Um, I want to do my best, you know, be able to take care of them, uh, to represent that family name. And then third, I would just say competitive nature since I've been young. I always love to win. Uh, even I have a younger sister. Be competing with her. Anything it is, like, I, I love, you know, competing. And football is the best sport to do that in. So those are my three things. Is your younger sister very athletic? So she started off playing sports, but she's more on the musical side. Like she, she loves to sing and she plays the flute. So uh, that's, that's what she's better at me. She's better at me. Do you have musical talents? Like if, if we had a rookie talent show, would you get on stage and sing a song? Uh, probably not sing, but I grew up playing the drums and then I, I just learned how to play the piano. So I'm still working on that. Wow, that's impressive. Is, is the piano something you've been doing in this kind of isolation time? Yeah, you know, when I have a little free time, I'll, you know, try to play a 
a few songs. That's impressive. Um, what's one goal that you have for yourself this season? Uh, one goal, I would just say, it's two things actually. I'll say first, just transitioning well to being a pro. Um, you know, being being in a new city, um, my finances, things like that. Just taking care of being a pro um, off the field and then on the field, just um, understanding what it takes to be a pro. I'm doing what I can to to help the team in any any shape or fashion that is. You mentioned being in a new city. It's got to be tough, especially during COVID, to to move your life to you know Jersey. When have you been able to look into apartments, or has somebody secure, secured a place for you? So I've been looking, and then um, in a few weeks, I'm supposed to go up there actually with my mentor that I was talking about, just to um, look at some different places. But it's definitely been you know difficult not being to you know travel like you wanted to. Absolutely. And you also, you mentioned transitioning to pro is obviously, you know, you're a tremendous talent, number four overall pick, but is any part of you, you know, intimidated about pursuing that next level? Or do you feel you are ready to start an NFL game week one? I wouldn't say intimidated, but I would definitely say anxious um, coming into, you know, just a different, like I'm excited. Like I want to, I want to get on the field. I want to play, but it's kind of like unknown because, you know, it's, it's a new level. It's like, you know, I'm, in high school, going to college my first time, but I feel like once I step on the field and, you know, get a few snaps out, I think I'll be okay. What was that feeling like the first time you played a college game at Georgia, too, which is not no small school? I remember um, my first game was against App State. Uh, like I said, like when I, when I ran down the tunnel, it was crazy seeing the atmosphere. Um, I was a little, you know, rattled a little bit, but once the ball hiked, it was just like practice and everything it just came to me and I played and I went from there. Love to hear it. Andrew Thomas, thank you so much for taking the time, letting us and letting the Giants fans get to know you a little bit better. No problem. That's Andrew Thomas and Madeline Burke. We thank them for joining us on this week's episode of the Giants Little Podcast. Want to remind you once more, you can find an archive of all the Giants Little Podcasts on your favorite podcast platform, the Giants mobile app, and on Giants.com slash podcast, where you can find all of our podcast offerings, including the Giants Huddle, Giants Rewind with Carl Banks, and Big Blue Kickoff Live, our weekly live show every Monday through Friday at noon with Lance Meadow, Paul Dottino, Jeff Fiegels, and yours truly. You can call into that show, by the way, and send in your questions as well. Thanks for being with us. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you next time.